welcome everyone. My name is Stacey Thorburn and I am the vice chair of the Queen's Community Health Board. And today with us on the podcast, we have Debbie Wombolt. And Debbie is the chairperson of the fundraising committee of the universally designed playground here in Liverpool. And she's also a sitting member of the South Shore chapter of Autism Nova Scotia. Welcome, Debbie. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad to be here and talking about the play park. It's great to see you again. And um, I'm excited about this project and so excited that it's it's finally coming into fruition for Liverpool, which is great. Oh, yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. So, Deb, for those who do who don't know, what is the universally designed playground and how did this concept come about? I'll start with where the concept came about. Um, I approached our elected officials, like our regional elected officials during our campaign time in 2016, and I voiced my concerns and the concerns of a lot of my friends that there were a lot of needs not being met for people with disabilities in our community. And we had a list, you know, we had a list that we presented to uh, potential council members and the potential mayor at the time. And so once uh, Mayor Dagley got elected, he approached me and he said, I want to work on this list. I think we should work on this list. And from there, we decided, he said, you know, decide on something that you think is going to make the biggest impact. And after talking with members of the community and thinking on it a lot, we decided that a playground would make the biggest impact um, because it would be free to use and it would be something that anyone could use. Um, so from there, that's that's how the ball got rolling. We, we started fundraising and it's just gone on from there. <laughs> here we are. And here we are, right? Yeah. And really, it's a relatively short time considering the amount of money that you had to raise and all the planning that had to happen from 2016 to now. I mean, that's quite it's quite a feat, really. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, I when we first sat down, uh, realistically, we were looking at a five year uh, time of putting things together and getting things together. So uh, I think we did well. And I think we've far exceeded our expectations for fundraising you know, that that certainly went through the roof. So we're really pleased. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Awesome. And what is the universally designed playground? So a universally designed playground is a playground that is accessible to anyone of any age. So from 18 months old, right up to advanced senior age, and any ability. So no matter if you are sight impaired, hearing impaired, mobility impaired, any ability, you'll be able to use this park. It's it's basically barrier-free. And I say barrier-free because it is accessible also to people, no matter what race you are, no matter what social class you are. It's safe for women. You know, those are things that we've really made sure that we checked all the boxes. So it's, it's a barrier-free park. So pretty much if you can get there, you can use it. Yeah. Which is great. Which is great. Why do you think it's important to have this play park in Queens County? I think it's important um, for Queens County. We have a high number of people with disabilities. Um, we also have a high number of people who are marginalized. Um, we have, and we have a high number of senior citizens. And studies are showing that 
play is a very important aspect in senior citizens' lives as well as advanced senior citizens, especially uh, with dementia and that type of thing. Play is a real key component of uh, keeping them active and healthy. So I think that the park checks all those boxes and therefore it's really important for us in Queens County, but I think it's important across Nova Scotia and across the South Shore. And even myself, I've got to change my frame of mind because when I think of play park, I think of young kids, right? And for you to describe it for people with advanced ages and, and, and abilities, like it's amazing that they'll be able to use the park just as well as anybody, right? Which is great. Exactly, exactly. And with autism, and we have high numbers of people on the spectrum here, um, with autistic people, our interests, and I say our interests because I'm autistic, our interests go across lifespans. So a person with autism can be 42 like me and still love to go on swings in the slide. And so for someone like us, to be able to partake in that activity in a safe place, you know, that's important as well. Absolutely. Exactly. For sure. For sure. Um, what are the next steps now that we have, we have the money raised and, and, and things are, are, are there. What, what are, what are the next steps for the park? So the next steps and last night was really exciting. Uh, the, the tenders have gone out. So what had to happen was, uh, tenders would go out to end companies would, you know, basically submit designs in a tender process. And those went, uh, those were chosen, you know, I think there was, um, I can't remember how many tenders came in, but they went before uh, a steering committee on the region of Queens um, after con- consultation with Autism Nova Scotia. Um, and uh, those were chosen and then put before council and council accepted the tender bids. Uh, so Play Power got one of the bids for the play equipment, the large piece of equipment and the outline um, other pieces that go along with it and as well as the swings. And ABC Recreation got the tender bid for the splash pad component. And both of those were really, really exciting looking um, designs. So when I looked at them, I was just like, oh my goodness, you know, like this is real. It's so exciting. It gives me cold chills because it's like here, here, it's coming, right? (laughs) It's making it real for sure, for sure. So from there, um, you know, the the process is, is started and Region of Queens takes over and they start ordering of products and all of that happens really, hopefully really quickly. Although, you know, with COVID, we're, we're facing some challenges with COVID, but uh, we're moving along. Is there an anticipated date of when you think it will be done? I know in last night's council, Mayor Norman said, you know, realistically, we're probably looking at the fall. And that's unfortunate, you know, because of the trucking issues and and all of that with COVID. We were really hoping to be open by the summer. We have to go with the hand we were dealt, you know, so. Right. That's right. And I mean, having it set for fall and and if it happens earlier, great, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, there's going to be a push to get things done. Um, It's a priority with with everybody. So fingers crossed for, for, for sooner, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, I didn't mention it in our questions, but I know there's a cultural aspect to the play park as well. And, and, and the, the name and, and all of that thing. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? 
Oh, sure. Um, that was something that I had been thinking of um, kind of all along, but just recently um, with the residential schools um, coming forward and all of that, we really wanted to extend um, extend that olive branch and really make it inclusive to everybody. Uh, so we we um, proposed that we wouldn't have the naming of the park a Mi'kmaq name, and I won't go and try to uh, pronounce that because I can't. Um, <laughs> I could. I need more practice. I need more practice. But basically, the Mi'kmaq name uh, translates roughly to "We Play Here," um, and that goes with our vision that we discussed with Mi'kmaq elders of it being a community gathering space and not just a play park. It's a place where the community can come together. Um, so we wanted to include that. So um, part of our inclusive playground design is having a, a PEX communication board. So a picture communication board. And we'll also have Mi'kmaq names for uh, the equipment and various signage that'll be included in the playground. Um, so that was something that we really felt um, was important. If we're going to be inclusive, then we really need to be inclusive of everybody. And recognizing that we are on uh, Mi'kmaq territory. <laughs> so exactly, exactly. No, I think that's amazing. That's awesome. For sure. For sure. Um, once the play park is in use, what would you like for our community to, to know or to do in support of the park? I think the biggest thing is just being respectful and, and um, I think, you know, learning to um, I think it's really something that we really need to do is to learn how to cohabitate with people with disabilities. Um, so, you know, being respectful and being helpful and being, you know, friendly to everybody, that's all anybody really wants. So, I'd like to see it used as a community gathering space. And I think that's just the biggest part is just knowing, you know, how to be respectful, how to be helpful and how to be inclusive of other people. Being kind and compassionate. It's, it's what we do, right? That's what we do in, in, in our world. So this is just another place where we have the ability to do it. Exactly. Exactly. And how do you see the play park being directly involved in the community health board's social determinants of health? I thought that was a great question because I really see it as um, I, I've always seen the play park as having a huge impact on our community health, um, both from like a mental health standpoint, a physical health standpoint, um, because it is free to use. It, it breaks that financial barrier and um, it's accessible not only physically accessible, but it's located centrally as, as centrally as we could locate it. Um, so that makes it more accessible to people. Um, there's not barriers for marginalized people. Um, and if, you know, there, it, it breaks down all those social and economical barriers. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we didn't talk about where it's going. <laughs> Oops. For those people who don't know where it's going, it'll be located next to the skate park, which is across from Queen's Place. Um, so if you're facing the skate park, it'll be to the left of the skate park. And there's, you know, I think it's like 1300 square foot space there that we're going to be filling completely with awesomeness. <laughs> 
is there anything else, Deb, that you think we missed or you think that people should know or? I'd like to see it used for programming going forward with the region of Queens. I'd like to see the park used by, and I actually know that it will be used by some early childhood educators uh, for programming. Um, the manor has talked about using it for programming, um, but I'd really like to see the region of Queens use it um, for programming going forward and, and really making use of it as a community space. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's yeah, it's, it's quite an, quite an amazing thing. And, quite a buzz in Liverpool too about, about it. And, and, and right from the beginning, don't you find it was like right from the beginning when it first came, like when it first was made public, it was, it was quite a buzz. Oh yeah. Yeah. Good and bad. You know, there was a lot of people who didn't really understand and, and maybe some really, really don't understand the impact that it's going to make, you know, I think it's going to make a really big impact on, on uh, Queens County, but the South Shore in particular. Yeah. For sure. Where is, where would one find one like this? Is there one like? In Nova Scotia, there isn't one like this in Nova Scotia. The closest thing you'll find is in New Brunswick. And that really doesn't check the boxes that ours is going to check. If you haven't seen the pictures that went with the tender, it's on the region of Queens minutes for the, the council meeting. The pictures are on there. You have to go on and see the pictures because you won't believe it. Like this is this is going to be really something. Great. Thank thank goodness you you stuck you stood up and did it. So it's amazing. Elizabeth, is there anything that you need to add or you'd like to add? Well, I got to say I I have a dream that other communities are going to see what a amazing resource it is uh, and what a what how much value it gives it to the uh, community and are going to follow suit and you will have always been the first you know you're the pioneer who started something you've already made i think a huge splash across the province i i hope so i i like i'm like you i hope that other communities see this and 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 really can see because there was a lot of people who said there's no way you will ever raise $450,000 for a playground. There's no way you'll do it. Nobody is going to give you any money. There's, you know, I hope that other communities see that you can do it and it's, it's valuable. Like it seems like such an extravagant thing, you know, like, and to a lot of people, it really feels like, uh, you know, it's just like who needs a $600,000 playground, you know, but they don't understand that that's where your community is built. You know, like back in the day, that's where we saw everybody at the playground. You know, that's where you see all the other moms. That's where you see kids see other kids, you know. So, and like I say, I hope I, I hope that the region of Queens like can go forward and build off of it and, and really use it for its full potential. And the fact that like you made sure that all the boxes were checked, like that's the, that's the big thing. Like all of the boxes for being inclusive and making sure that it was open to everyone was checked. And and that's what makes it so special. Yes. And it was important to do that. Like it's important. Like, and that's when people started saying to me, like, you'll never get the money for this. And I said, well, I don't think anybody's ever asked for money for the, what we envision, you know, and, 
for us to convey that really universal design that was important, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, Deb, it's always a pleasure talking to you for sure. And um, a passion of mine also um, through my education and my special education background and, and the job that I play now, I, it's special kids with, with needs are hold a special place in my heart. So I'm, I'm right there with you when, when I say that this is much needed in Queens County and in Liverpool. So hats off to you. It's, it's, it's an amazing ride for sure. And I'm sure we'll be talking again sometime. Oh, yes, of course. Of course. Thank you guys for having me on. No problem, Deb. See you. 